Welcome everybody to Catfish Weekly presented by Whiskerware Pair along with Doc Lang. I'm Lyle Stokes and we got a bunch of stuff to go over tonight, Doc. We really got a bunch of stuff. Yes, we do. I, I know that you've been fishing and the weather's been great and man, that's awesome. But we're going to be getting rain here for the next week and a half solid. So that's amazing. Yeah, it's it's warming up here in Ohio. I know that. It's, it's been beautiful all day, about 65 degrees. That's awesome. I, I, before we get started, I want to let everybody know that tonight is Doc's one-year anniversary with Catfish Weekly. We're so glad that he decided to join the man, show. And be a I'm flying by. It <laughs> does, man. It does. It just seems like yesterday, you and Cindy and I was sitting in a boat down at Memphis and Owensboro and having a big time, not catching any fish, but having a great time. And, yeah. and uh, it's it's hard to believe that it's been a year. Uh, but then again, you know, we was talking here a while back about the last, the, the first time I sent rods to you and you said how long ago it had been. And I just couldn't believe it had been that long. Yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah, because that, that was like 15 years ago. That's right. So everybody, we got a big announcement tonight, and we're going to do that at the end of the show once we get done with our guest. Uh, I, I want to remind everybody, if you haven't ordered your survivor kit from Crusher Marine, you need to make sure that you go to their website and order this thing with the code CW40 and receive your 40% discount on it. This is, this is a heck of a deal. They're, they're for the amount of work that these things do to start with. But when you can save 40%, I don't care if you're buying Tootsie Rolls or if you're buying gas, 40% is 40%. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a big saving, big, that's, huge saving. That's, that's nearly half price, and uh, it'll more than cover the cost of shipping. So jump in there and get this thing. Doc, I know you're really excited about this thing. I can't lay down on my shoulder to put mine on, and I'm really bumming about that. Uh but, you know, I get to go out and drive the boat. I still can't fish. So it's really not so bad uh, that we can't handle it. But I, I just, these are such a great product and they save a ton of fish. And that's what we got to do as tournament fishermen to, to keep this stuff going. Yeah. And, and, I, and you know, Robert's going to talk about it here later in the show. But I, I'm, I'm really impressed with the way this thing will change over the water in your boat. You know, I, I was telling him just before we come on the air that uh, I, I had it in, I've got it on the back of my boat and I was going down the lake. I was running about 35, 38 mile an hour, looked back and had the spigot open that fills up my live well. The pump was not on and the water was being exchanged. There was yeah. water flowing as if I had the pump on. So when I turned the pump on, it became even stronger. But, uh, you know, and, and you know, if, you, if you're doing a lot of running, and I do a lot of running and gunning, you know, this thing is going to just automatically exchange the water in my live wells. It's, it's so. just a great product. It's an excellent idea. I uh, wish I'd have thought of it 20 years ago like Robert did. Know. But, you know, <laughs> I'm happy for him because I'm glad we all get to use it now. Like I say, it's yeah. really nasty. But don't forget, 40%. It runs out the end of this month, so you need to make sure you get them babies ordered up and get them in. You're going to love them. Yeah, we only being, got four days. That, that's four it. Four days to get it in there. We're running out of time, so make it happen and uh, get her done. 
Uh, with that being said, Robert, welcome to Catfish Weekly. We're so happy that you uh, took your time out of your day to join us and tell us about your great products. And and I think we're going to learn a lot about uh, saving fish, you know, and, and making uh, decisions, intelligent decisions on what you do to keep these fish alive once they do get in the live well. Yeah. Uh, thank you, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Well, you know, we, we are all about catch and release uh, of big fish and, and I, it doesn't matter you you're a lot more familiar with with uh walleye and fishing on the great lakes and stuff like that but it doesn't matter a, a breeding size fish or a trophy fish if you will uh those are the ones that carry the outstanding genes and they all don't have that gene but when they reach a certain size we need to to protect those fish so they can pass that that along and you the last thing you want to do is is put one in a live well whether you're in a tournament or not if you lie I'd put them in in live wells just to revive them after they've been caught if they're a big fish now for a little fish I, they, it doesn't stress them as bad but uh saving these fish is, is what it's all about nobody cares if people keep fish to eat that's just you know, everybody thinks, well, tournament guys, they, they just, they're against keeping fish to eat. That's far from the truth. We just want to save a percentage of the big ones so that we don't lose them all because there's places in the country that there is hardly any big catfish left. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, you know, we're, we're definitely in agreement with all that that you said. And I, I, I really believe, I honestly believe that <clears> – <throat> The majority of the anglers out there are very ethical people. I really believe that. Um, I also believe, though, that I, th I think it's a, uh, it's a duty for uh, a company like ours, if we have a product like we have, to talk about it, discuss it, you know, um, education. Right. Uh, I, I, think, I think that we need to just talk about stuff like this. And, and thank you guys for the show because – what a wonderful platform to be able to reach out to so many folks and, and say, hey, you know, there, there are products out there in the industry that are uh, very effective. Um, they don't cost an arm and a leg. They're really easy to install. But the, but the main thing about it all is uh, it, it's effective and they work. And, uh, it's our future. I, I say it a little bit here and there when we're, where I'm on Facebook, um, and, and I might see somebody that did a wonderful live release. Man, kudos to them because um, it is our future. It's the future for all of us. That's so, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think um, we know how to take care of these fish. We've been doing it long enough. Um, and we have a lot of time under our belt, but I think really morally, uh, and ethically, uh, I really think it's our responsibility to do so. And especially as tournament guys, boy, if there's an opportunity to uh, live release a fish and, you know, I don't know, maybe cash a check or, or something, boy, what an opportunity. I think we should look at it. That's all. Absolutely. Yeah. That's 100% that's correct. And, and, and we all need to make sure that that we're making that happen and getting it done. Uh, I'm going to switch things here a little bit and let Doc visit with you a little bit. I know he's got some questions for you. And uh, for some reason, I need to work on my chat. I don't have it up and running. I don't. Is yours up and going, Doc? Yeah, I got mine up. Okay. Well, 
I don't have anything going on in it. Maybe there's just not anybody there. I'm not sure. No, but, there's a uh, bunch in here. There's 30 of them in there right now. Huh. Well, so. then I need to play with this, and you can carry on with Robert, and I'll see what I can figure out. Okay. All right. Well, Robert, good to see you again, buddy. Yeah, you too, Doc. Nice to see you. Happy to have you on the show. So my first question is, now, catfish are pretty hardy as compared to walleyes and those kind of fish. Uh, so it's probably a little bit easier to deal with them on with a catfish than it is a walleye. Am I correct or what? Um, uh, yeah, I, I would say that you're correct. Um, but at the same time, I think that we deal with, um, uh, with, with the same things throughout any species of fish. Um, and again, I think a lot of it um, comes down to, you know, ethics or how do we, how do we handle fish properly? So no matter what species of fish, if we handle them with, with care and respect, um, they're going to, they're going to are better our chances of live release. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, catfish being a little bit tougher fish than a walleye, yes. Um, but at the same time, we owe them certainly the same amount of respect and handling and care. Um, no matter what species, uh, you know, we're fishing for. Right. Now, yeah, you know, so live wells, well, live wells are a really different situation. Uh, one is because there's so many different manufacturers of boats that have live wells, right? And there's all different pumps, and uh, and every boat is every boat manufacturer is different in, in how the live well pump actually brings water into the boat. Um, so even though we might have uh, the best, you know, uh, you know, the best game plan going forward, and we really try as fishermen to really take care of our fish. Some boats, um, live wells, work better than others. And um, that's where I think, uh, you know, a product like ours um, and other stuff on the market might, might just help that much to um, successfully live release uh, these fish. So uh, live wells are a little bit different situation. There's a lot of things that happen in live wells that, um, if we don't sit down and really look at it, we don't kind of, you know, use it in everyday um, time on the water. Uh, you know, how does uh, how does how does the lack of, of 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 oxygen really affect fish in the live well? Um, it, it it can affect them dramatically, but at the same time. There's other things that are happening inside that live well as well. So if you deplete the water in the live well currently, uh, if you deplete the oxygen level, we know, uh, we know that you know, carbon dioxide will start to build up. And once the carbon builds, we know that um, it's a matter of time and, and you know, you'll have probably have ammonia build up in there, um, and that that whole scenario, uh, by the way, um, is happens with all fish. You know, 
um, it happens to all fish. So it kind of a lot of the same things apply. Uh, I hope that answers some of the question that you are. Yeah. So I mean, with your unit, we're talking about water exchange, and we're talking about when the pumps on, and we're talking about a lot of water exchange. Mm -hmm. uh, with your experience, is it more important the water exchange? or the O2 being in the water? Wow, that's a, that's a, that's a tough question because I, I, I would say it's a 50-50 a deal on that. Um, so in order, in order to uh, consistently keep the oxygen level in the live well, we have to bring fresh water back into the live well to, yeah. to replace that. So it's all it's 50-50, really. Um, I think 50% of the time we we need the oxygen that's in the live well in that water. Um, we need that in there, of course, for the fish live. But there comes a certain time frame where, and we don't know this as fishermen, we don't know when the oxygen level is really being depleted so fast that it has to be replenished. And the only way that you can really replenish this, honestly, is with fresh water. Um, so you have that natural fresh oxygen coming through in the water source, which is already in the water table. Uh, that's what we really need the most. Um, so it almost is like um, we have to consistently replace what we have because we don't really know when that oxygen that we have is being depleted and how fast it runs out. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Right, So, right. So uh, by using the survivor um, on your boat – we're going to consistently kind of take a lot of that out of the play. We're, we're going to just consistently say, okay, we don't know really when we're running out of oxygen here and how our fish are doing. So let's consistently bring fresh oxygenated water into them and um, do the best we can do. It's really where we're at because a live, a live well is just such a confined space um, that – we can uh, consistently replace that water, turn that water over, old for new, old for new, consistently, right, right. just consistently. Um, you know, there's, well, there's, you know, there's product on the market like the O2 tanks that 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 put in fresh oxygen into in, into the live well, uh, and, and that and 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 that's wonderful. Um, it really is. It's it's wonderful when it's used um, in connection with, say, a product like ours, in, in the right manner, the right time, the right amount. Um, so that's where stuff like that can really help us out. Um, I hope that helped. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, one of the one of the issues that your product uh, addresses is the fact that when we are traveling down the river, 
uh, going from spot to spot. Uh, the way the live wells are, are built nowadays is when you turn the pump on, you're not getting anything because that screen or that unit is not down in the water column where the survivor unit addresses that issue because it is constantly, you know, when you flip the pump on and then you start moving, it's going to be injecting that water into that live well, which is something we normally cannot do. Mm -hmm. that, that, that's true. Um, there is not a boat manufacturer that I know of made today that can accomplish what we do. There's just not. You can't do it because that that boat, when it gets up at a certain point and it's running on the pad, it's really running on a very, very small surface. The rest of it is air. So your liable pump behind your boat, uh, where it's mounted, it doesn't even matter where it's mounted. It cannot pick up water because there's no water to pick up. It's air. Right. And so what we do then is uh, a couple of things are happening. If it if your libel pump was on, it's it's the libel pump sucking air, which means it's dry, and it's heating up. So a libel pump that is lubricated by water that doesn't have water, <laughs> getting hot, and uh, the the life expense expectancy of your libel pump is being dramatically reduced dramatically um i mean i i'm no different than anybody else i mean i can't tell you how many times i've been running down the lake or down the river and i'm going for an hour and all of a sudden I'm like geez did i turn that libel pump off no <laughs> the libel pump's been on for an hour the whole time and it's running dry uh so uh, with that, with the survivor on there that sticks just below the bottom of that boat, just a little bit. That's all we need is to catch that stream of water that we're that's shooting by us. Just just that little bit. All we got to do is just catch a just deflection of it, uh, and it'll shoot it uh, right back through the survivor through that libel pump, and fill your your libels full of water, fresh oxygenated water while you're moving. Um, plus save your libel pump, you know. Um, but another part of this is, especially in the catfishing uh, industry with you folks, um, I would normally tell guys um, to plug your overflow on your live wells, right? You say, geez, Robert, are you crazy? What? <laughs> plug my overflow? Well, you got a lot of water coming in with your product, and if you want me to plug the overflow, where's the water going to go? Well, I would like to see the water come out over the top of your live well lid and drain onto your floor and then run out your bills. Uh, that, but in the catfish world, I understand where that's probably not um, a good idea. And, and I say that is because after talking with you folks as much as I have and, and trying to learn as much as we can about catfish, um, and we think we're, 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 we're getting there, um, but I don't think that that scenario works out well for you folks uh, because of uh, how much um, these cats in a live well, uh, how much food and stuff they bring back up, you know, and how much waste is in there. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. important to get that waste out uh, and, not, and not constantly have it in our system and recirculate the same waste. It's important to bring fresh water in with our product, 
but at the same time, let's take that waste right back out. So it's consistently clean, nice clean water in there for those fish. And that's really our goal. Man, it's a, that, that's really big. Um, if we can do that, we're, we're, we're on a good path. We're doing good. So, um, but one of the, kind of going back to that a little bit, one of the, you guys might ask, geez, well, why would you plug that live well? Well, and, and maybe this applies to some of the smaller cats too. I'm not, I'm not sure, but, but I will tell you this. Th this is what I know. I know that stress, and, and I did a, a small a couple of YouTubes uh, just on stress. Fish are stressed in the live water. We know that stress is really a big deal. Stress is, is a killer of fish. We might not see it immediately like an impact, but um, we know that stress is a killer for sure. And one of the reasons why we would plug a live well overflow is because we want as much possible water in that live well as we can get. Maximum amount, maximum capacity, all the way to the top of the lid. If we have a gap um, of a quarter of an inch or one foot gap between the water level and the top of the live well level, that air gap uh, allows water to slosh. It's called sloshing. And it's, and, and it's a rocking of water because of air constantly back and forth in the live well, back and forth, up and down, side to side. And when we have fish in there, a bunch of catfish in there that are rocking constantly back and forth like that with the boat, um, their stress level um, potentially isn't starting to fall down. They're still kind of stressed out in there. So um, it's one of the reasons why we would plug overflows maybe on fish that didn't uh, bring up so much excess. Um, but it's stress. It, it's because of stress. So if you're in a, in a pound, impoundment somewhere where your fish aren't regurgitating a lot of fish, you could potentially think about that. You put a plug in that overflow, and, man, your live wells will be full right to the top, and uh, we'll consistently be turning that water over with fresh water. But from what I, the way I understand it, um, it, it that scenario probably doesn't work all that well in the catfish industry, you know. Um, but as long as we've got as much water coming in, uh, fresh oxygenated water coming in, hey, we're, we're, let's do the best what we can do. Um, and we'll try to bring that stress level down on these fish. Uh, live release for sure will be uh, definitely improved. So. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I, I know... I know what I like, what I like is the fact that I can be just, you know, driving along and I know there's fresh water going in there where I never had that issue before. You know, I, I couldn't, the only time I could turn the pump on was when I was, you know, after I got arrived to where I was going to fish, uh, you know, it just, it just wouldn't happen because it, I'd airlock that pump. Mm -hmm. Now I don't have that problem, you know, just, I mean, if I forget to turn the pump on, it's still pushing water into the live well. 
Now, I haven't tried it on my big one, on my big live well. I've got two live wells. I've got a drop-in, which is 125 gallon. It's a truck box that I built. That's for when I'm fishing big river tournaments. Uh, when I'm fishing small rivers or lakes, then I have the 65 gallon one that came with my boat. The only thing I did, I modified it to the point where I have what I call a high and then a high high on the overflow. So at a certain level in that live well, the water will start to flow out. Mm -hmm. And then once it gets up beyond that, then I've got my tube. I've got a, a PVC tube that goes down inside uh, where my normal drain is. And then it's open. So it becomes my high high. And it's actually about a, an inch from the top of the, the live well. So mm, that's wonderful. Know. So, but that's, that, that's how it works on mine. So, and, and I've always believed in keeping as much water in the live well as possible because, you know, if it gets kind of rough out there, you don't want them fish banging the, banging into the bottom, banging into the sides. I, I think it does more damage when they're banging back and forth. Yeah, absolutely. A absolutely it does. It. And I'm really, um, that you have that standpipe in there. Uh, what a wonderful idea. It, man, uh, it goes for all of us. The more water we, we can somehow keep in that live well, the better off we are all the time. Uh, you know, the banging around, it is extremely, extremely hard on these fish. Um, I'm, I'm convinced after seeing it for so many years, um, I'm convinced that there's a mortality rate uh, that is strictly uh, because of stress level and, um, and how fish are reacting to what's happening to them in the live well. Um, you know, uh, it, it's just, it, it happens. Uh, and, and we can see it. We, we know the difference. We, we know that when there's fish that are in a live well that's only a quarter the way or halfway full, uh, I mean, we know those fish don't, don't do as well as fish that are in a live well that's three quarter to maximum full. I mean, uh, we know they just don't come out as good. They're usually very weak, and usually because they're uh, traumatized with stress, um, and they can't acclimate themselves. There's nowhere for them to act, get acclimated and bring their levels down. There's nowhere to go for them. Um, so if we uh, if we do the best we can, you know, with products like ours, and um, I really think that we're on the right track. I, I'm I'm very very much impressed. Uh, with with the cat with with catfishing people in general, you guys, <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I'm really impressed with you guys. What I see is just, it's it's wonderful. They, you guys care so much about these fish. It's just, it's unbelievable. It's like thank you all <laughs> because you know we wouldn't be here without you guys. So number one, thank you. But just like in general. Um, Man, thank thank you for caring that much about these precious fish. I mean, 
if we don't do the right thing, we won't have a future in fishing. Right. Really. You know? that's, what, that's with all fish. Any any species you want to talk about. Yeah. 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 But, uh, you know, we, we're we here to, we're, we're, we'd like to, we like to talk about, you know, the educational part of, of what happens to fish, whether it's stress related or is there something simple we can do, you know, as anglers? Is there anything that we can do that, that will help us to become, you know, better live release anglers? Yeah, I mean, sure there are. There's things that we can do. We can change up maybe the way we, we set out for the day. Um, you know, we like to tell folks to um, man, you know, keep your live pumps running as much as you can, you know? Right, yeah. You know, just, you know, if you're a tournament guy, hey, let the, let your live pumps run all day long. Um if you're concerned that it might run down your batteries, change your batteries. You know, start um, the motor. Start yeah, the motor, right? That's exactly you know, run a little bit. Um, as a tournament angler, you know your number one goal is to take care of your fish, right? I mean, well, you know, most tournaments won't let you uh, catfish tournaments. They won't let you weigh in. Uh, a dead fish, and that has promoted a lot of the anglers that tournament fish to make their live wells the very best that they can. And that's how come these guys spend thousands of dollars and endless amount of time working on them. And, like, and Doc was one of the innovators in that uh, on his website years ago, uh, presenting this stuff and information to guys so we could save these fish. And, and uh, you know, that's like we was talking earlier big fish are stressed when you get them in there the weight of them the fight the current whatever the situation is and most of the guys now will put even if they're fun fishing they will put that fish in a live well and let it gain its composure back before they release it uh, a lot of guys will do that before they ever take pictures of it if the fish is is really stressed yeah. and most of the time if you watch any of the weigh-ins that they do live you will see these fish be well uh Jody Mc, Jody Evans and uh, gosh, I can't think of his name. Uh, ben Goble. Ben Goble. Ben Goble got slapped pretty good by one. You know that fish come out of that live well, uh, probably in a lot better shape than it went in. And he gave old Ben a little love love tap at that tournament the other day. And somebody happened to be filming it and bless their heart because we all enjoyed it so much. I'm pretty sure Ben didn't like it, but the rest of us got a big kick out of it. Yeah. <laughs> But that, that's what that's the deal, you know. You you want to bring them out better than what you put them in. Yeah, a absolutely. And I, and and I don't know. I think um, I think for the most part, I'm, I'm I'm confident that most people really have the best intentions of this. Of absolutely doing exactly that. Uh, yeah, that you know, uh, it's wonderful. It's just wonderful to see. Yep, I agree. It's 100%. And like I say, these uh, a lot of these guys uh, that fish cat for catfish, the live well is one of the most expensive pieces of equipment they have. Yeah, and, and they don't cut any corners on them either. Mm -hmm. I mean, the guys that are, you know, really care about the fish do not cut corners. 
No, they don't. And and they, they, the the survival rate is great. You know, uh, now not everybody has boats like that, and not everybody has live wells like that. But we're gaining. Right. We're gaining every year on that. Yeah. 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 You know, there's simple things with uh, with live wells, and and you see the manufacturers um, um, starting to really get on board with with uh, really upgrading their live wells. Uh, simple things like rounded rounded corners instead of 90 degree angles yeah uh, you know uh, larger uh, 750 850 uh, live well pumps big live well pumps a lot of the guys now are using 1600 gallon per hour pumps in their live wells yeah, they're yeah. Pushing a lot. and I change I changed all mine out on mine. Uh, they were fives, and uh, and I've stepped them up to thousands. Yep. Wow. Yep. I I have eight hundreds in my personal boat. I think there is sixteen hundreds in the Monster Cat, if I remember correctly. But I could be wrong about that. It's either twelve or sixteen hundred. But uh, it doesn't take very long to fill that big live well up. And no, it doesn't. doesn't. <laughs> it whips her in there pretty quick. That's good. Yeah, what we what we really need to do inside of those live wells is is minimize, you know, any of the any of the damage areas that could occur, uh, any corners and stuff like that, or if there's just something sticking out. You yeah. know, we got to think about these fish. You know, they're delicate, right? They're, Absolutely. And, and they're not like us. They can't just raise their hand and say, "Hey, um, something's wrong here." You know, your po this thing's poking me pretty bad. They can't. So the only thing that we see with the, the, you know, what we see is is the damage that we've we've done because we put them in there, and and so um, I really hand it to uh, the boat manufacturers uh, these days. They're starting to really, uh, really build some beautiful product that um, I'm convinced is is really helping the live release rates. So kudos to the manufacturers. Yeah, and, and all the boat companies that have catfish-specific boats, and a lot of them that don't have catfish-specific boats, uh, the guys are adding these these quality live wells to them. And, uh, you know, you're when you catch fish, you're going to lose a percentage of them. We're just trying to make it the smallest amount that we possibly can. Yeah, it's a, yeah at some point there's, you know, you catch a six fish, you know, it's like any other animal. Uh, and they, sometimes they expire in the live well. I've been pretty lucky over the years that I've been fishing. I can only remember of one fish that I lost. And uh, it was a blue. And I mean, we put him in the live well. He was doing real good. And next thing I brought him out and he was stiff as a board. And he wasn't in there that long. Right. So, you know. Yeah, it, it does happen. Yeah, you know, the fresh water in them live wells and and uh, uh, oxygen is a wonderful thing in hot weather. I, I rarely use mine other than in hot weather. Uh, yeah, but uh, like I say, when you bring them bad boys out of that live well to a weigh in or to or to be released, and it beats you up worse than it did when you put it in, you know you've done the right thing. Yeah, yeah. When they start head slapping you and. They're, you're trying to hang on to them as they're thrashing around. Well, and, and one of the one of the parts that bothers me the worst about that 
when they get to really being rambunctious is when some of them get dropped. And, and that does bother me, especially if a guy's up in a boat and he's holding it out at the edge of his boat and they drop it six feet or something like that, that fish is not going to survive. It yeah. may swim away, but it, it can't take – it doesn't – they never see uh, damage like that done to them. And, and uh, one of the things that we as tournament guys need to, to be really careful with, either to use weight slings on big fish – uh, you can get them from a lot of places. Dave has some really good ones at Bottom Dweller. But if you can't control that fish 100%, I've seen I've seen them put them in the big old tubs when they go there and and them come out of them tubs. You get to flopping in that tub. And, and, yeah. and there's some things, like we're saying about the other, there's some deals that you cannot prevent. There's nothing you can do about it. But when guys drop fish for six foot, that, that, that fish is not going to make it and I know how hard it is to hold on to the, to them fish. We run tournaments for nine years. I weighed a million of them, and and they are hard to hold on to. But we just we got to figure out. We got to put it in a net. We got to put it in a waist length. It takes two or three guys to get it in and out safely. Then that's what we need to do. Because you know if he's that big and you kept him, you kept him for a reason. We need to save his life. Yeah. Anything yeah, I, else you got for Robert uh, Doc? No, nobody's posting any questions. So Robert must be doing a pretty good job here. That's what that's what I'm thinking. I was so so surprised that that uh, there wasn't a bunch of questions. I really thought there would be because you know uh, we get you know that's like when we had Austin Sarton on. Austin knew about live wells, and Robert knows about live wells, and and these are the times to get them questions in here so we can get them answered. Uh, Robert, I, I would like to know, I know that you do the survivor unit and, and you guys do a lot of things in the fishing industry. Do you have other products that you'd like to tell us about? Well, yeah, we, we're, we're working with offshore, offshore planer boards, uh, mm -hmm. uh, the Deshanos from, uh, offshore tackle. Uh, we'll be working with them, bringing, bringing you folks, uh, some offshore, <laughs> offshore equipment. Great people, great um, people, good product. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, we, there, there's some other stuff that we got in the works that we're going to be bringing to the, the catfish industry. We have a uh, couple different apparel lines that we're going to be bringing to the industry. Um, and we, we've got some other stuff um, in the works right now um, that we're going to be bringing to you folks uh, soon. Robert, we have a, a gentleman, Concrete1984, just just made a post. Give us a short class on how they install. Well, Concrete Man, this is what they look like, and you take the screen cover off the back of your live well intake. And if this part of it will, will slip over there, you slip it over and you want it to where it's just in the water when, when you're going down the lake or the river. Uh, if it won't slip over that, Robert has an adapter that you screw into that, and then this slips onto that. And the other end of it has a little screen in there to keep debris and stuff out so it doesn't get in your pump and different things like that. It's amazing how simple it is and how much good it does. And, and uh, you know, Robert, didn't, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the price is like 20 bucks on these units. Yeah, uh, for the one in your hand, it's uh, a whopping nineteen ninety five. And tonight, what forty percent off? Forty percent off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're going to get a thing that will do more good for for ten, twelve bucks, whatever shipping is on that thing to you. 
and, and these things, when this thing is in there and this is in the water, I don't care how much force you put. Of course, I can't get a lot of force on. You can yeah. put against that thing. It'll take it, and it's water going into it. It ain't like somebody's arm, and I'm putting some pressure on it, and it's right there. They're very well made. They're braced up. They're heavy-duty rubber, and, and these things will last you forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I can't imagine somebody that cares about enough to put a fish in a live well that wouldn't have one of these. I just It just blows my mind, and, and you can see the design on this, and this is where I'm, I'm assuming this is where it gets the majority of its strength. You know, this thing's not going to bend around going down the lake. I mean, it may move a little bit, but it's going to get water, and that water is going to go either to, to your pump so it can pump it in there or go right on through. It's just an outstanding product. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you know, so that one there, that's called the external, uh, and that's, what, nineteen ninety five, and then, you know, 40% off tonight. And, and then for the other one um, – we have a brass adapter that goes along with it um, for the other type of bullets up there, which are called flush mounts. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if that's twenty four ninety five, and tonight 40% off of that, you know, I think it's uh, $9 for shipping and handling. That's, so, so you're basically getting your shipping for free. Yeah. That not, that's, that's pretty close. That's yeah, you can't. Yeah. You, you just can't beat it. Yeah. And, and, and like I say, I, I've seen some videos. Doc's used his. I've talked to a number of guys that have these things, and everybody that's got them. I, I, we just got some messages, and, and I'll go through a couple of them here uh, on my Facebook page that that people don't know about. Uh, Jack Height says that uh, it, it must have product that the Survivor High Speed Water System works flawlessly on his Pro Cat. Uh, Loves his. Uh, another guy, Chaz Anderson, he says he wish he, he wasn't working third shift so he could watch the show. But, you know, I have yet to see anybody that wasn't just so impressed with this product. And uh, it's amazing the amount of good that it will do. So there's no reason, really, there's no reason uh, not to get one, especially while we got 40% off till the end of the month. Uh, get them get them orders in there. They're just outstanding. And, you know, uh, for the tournament guys, Doc, these guys uh, now, uh, we're going to these big tournaments like the Rising Sun. We're going to Monsters on the Ohio. We're going to Mississippi River Monsters with these huge payouts. If you get a fish, chew in the money at them tournaments, even the smaller tournaments, but one of those major payout tournaments, some of the Cabela's tournaments have big payouts. You you got to take care of that fish. You, I mean, you have to. And if yeah. you're a conservation-minded guy like so many are, you want to put that fish in that live well. And if you decide you don't want to release him or he's not ready to be released, he's not revived enough, you can drive to your next spot. By the time you get there, he's got plenty of water, plenty of oxygen. You're good to go. Then you take him back where he was at, kick him out, or uh, you know, however you want to do it. But it's just it, it's just something that is really it's a must-have on on boats. I, I'm surprised, Robert, that uh, a lot of the manufacturers haven't got a hold of you to put this on. Well, we've <clears throat> we, we've we've been down there, down that down that road. Um, boy, I'll tell you, you know. For the longest time, we had uh, we had boat manufacturers. We sponsored all their national teams, and 
um, roughly 2005, we were we were on the verge of signing our contracts with two major manufacturers, and and it just so happens is just one of those business things that you know just before the contracts are signed, the, the companies are bought out, um, and it just goes that way, um, and, and it just it's how the chips fall. Yep, but, I understand. We're, we're okay with that because sure. look what we're doing now. You know, uh, if, if that would have happened, maybe we wouldn't be on the show tonight. And Well, that's true. You you know, know. Maybe you wouldn't, but yeah. we're so glad that you're here sharing this information with us. We really are. Well, in my experience, too, word of mouth uh, sometimes can be your best advertising. You know, when people use it, like myself, when I use something, it, I, I don't go out and, and everybody knows me. I've always been this way, but if, if I use a, a product and I don't like it, I tell people I don't like it. You know, I don't promote a product that I don't like, you know, if it doesn't work and doesn't do what I think it should do, I will not promote it. So that's, you know. that's exactly where you have to be, to be honest with people. It really is. Mm -hmm. It really is. Well, Robert, we have, tell people have, how they can get a hold of you. Uh, they can get a hold of us at uh, crushermarine.com. So that's crusher with a K. Crushermarine.com. They can go on to our site uh, tonight, and I think it, it – uh, yep, there we go. There it is, crushermarine.com. Um, they can go on tonight, and I think we have until the 31st, I believe, uh, the 40% yeah. runs out. So, well, it's a good time. It's a very it's a very user-friendly website, too. You don't have to search around for a bunch of stuff. You just go in there and click on the product, and it takes you right in there and tells you how to do it. Uh, very user-friendly. It was well thought out. So many of them are not, uh, but – that one I was impressed with with the ease of it was if you decided to order something or whatever and of course uh, you know it was my way of getting your phone number so we could have you on the show yeah. <laughs> but you know it, it, I know that this, this is a successful thing you went to the catfish conference which was is a major deal every year we love going down there it's just such a great deal but we went down there and you sold out. Yes. The first night we, we sold out. And, and that uh, speaks volumes about the quality of the product because those people didn't come down there and not know about that. Most of them had already heard about it. Yes. Yeah. yeah we, from when we were talking about it. Yeah, we, yeah. We've been talking about it yeah. for a while. And, for a while. And, yeah. Uh, yep. It was, it's, I was, when you told me about the very first time, I, I knew that it was something that we had to be involved with. It's just way cool. And, and we appreciate everything you do for the sport of fishing. And now that you've come into the catfishing market, we are so happy to have you. Uh, there's not every day that a new product jumps into the catfishing world. And uh, even when there is, some of them don't work out for extended periods of time, but I see no reason this won't last forever. The only problem you're going to have is nobody will ever have to replace them. Right. Yeah. It's made that well. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. But, we, yeah. We've had folks people buy new boats. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, we've had folks that, believe it or not, and, and we're still amazed by it. I'll see them, you know, eight years later, and they'll say, hey, Robert, <laughs> you know, I still got that survivor on there. I'm like, jeez. <laughs> really? <laughs> you've, been, you've been doing these for how long, Robert? Uh, well, our business is 21, 21 years, 21? Survivor 17. That's, that's awesome. That's wow. awesome. You know, and, and I do not understand how the catfishing industry missed this all these years. Do you, Doc? No. Uh -uh. You know, I, I don't understand how we did this, but, but we're, we're catching up with a lot of the technology that's come from the Great Lakes and walleye and, and yeah. fishing and some of that stuff. We're, we're a little slower getting gone to because our, our sport has rapidly grown. I mean, in the last five or ten years, it's just unbelievable how it is has grown, and it's going to continue to do that. I honestly believe. Mm -hmm. Well, Robert, yep. thank you so much for being on the show with us and telling us all about your product and and about how important it is to keep the the survival of these big fish, no matter what breed it is. If you want to keep those quality fish in your waters you fish you got to take care of them and this is one of the best ways i know of to do it wow well thank you guys i i would like to say i just want to reach out to everybody and just let folks know that um uh we're a really uh um a friendly company to really work with so we, we like it when people call us and and they want to talk about live wells and keeping fish alive uh we love that it, it's what we do for a living we live for it uh and so folks if you have got any questions about fish survival or live wells just anything call us we're, we're that type of company we love to hear from you so thank you guys for uh for having me on the show i mean it's just thank you oh, thank Appreciate you for being here you. chris souders made a post on our live chat says one of the best products he ever put on his boat uh, wow that's pretty impressive right there coming from a guy that is a Cabela's national champion. So, uh, yeah. Thank you, Chris. That's outstanding. Outstanding. Again, Robert, thank you so much for being a part of catfish weekly. Stay in touch. I know you have, you're working on some new stuff. When that comes out, we'll get you back on here. We'll talk about those things. And anybody that has any questions for Robert, just go to crusher Marine with a K.com. You can go in there and leave him messages or get a phone number off of that. You can call him up or somebody, and they will find out whatever answers that you need if you have questions about keeping fish alive or their products. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Robert. Thanks, we'll be talking soon. Thanks, Robert. Hey. Great product, Doc. That's one of the greatest products that's been brought into the catfish industry in a very, very long time. Very, very long time. We have uh, some stuff to go over tonight. Um, I know that you have some tournament results. Yep. Uh, I've got the JKV tournament that was held in uh, Derby, Indiana over the past weekend. First place, Jody Beaven, Ben Goble, 164.6 pounds. That is a really nice weight out there. Yeah, it was. Uh, second place, Mike Merkson and Jeff uh, Luke. Oh, man, I can't say his last name. I'll just say Jeff L. 108.12. Uh, they also had the big fish, which was 
pound stud, and that's that off of, that's off of the Ohio River. That that just that's awesome. I, I'm um, so glad that that fish was caught on the Ohio River because it, yeah. you know I know that that river is devastated, and we need to keep working towards conservation efforts with everybody. But right. that's a that's a giant for that area. Yeah, there were some nice fish caught in that tournament. Uh, third place, Justin Alford and Dan Dietering, 106.8 pounds. Fourth place, Dale Kearns, Greg Edwards, 105.9 pounds. And in fifth place, Mark and Skyler Robbins, 69.15 pounds. Great turnout, guys. Hoover Lake Tournament, Flathead Blues results. Uh, this is a lake that is here in Ohio. It's in central Ohio. Uh, they just stocked it in the last few years with blues. And uh, uh, it's a uh, something that the state of Ohio is doing. And uh, the results are, the, you know, the, the, they're catching blues now. Uh, first place, Robert Kilkenny and Bill Taylor, 40.8 pounds. Uh, I believe that's a four-fish limit, too. Uh, Steve Funk and Harold, 38.2 pounds. Third, Tommy Long and Mike Wall, 26.3. Big fish was Amanda Johnson. I believe she is the tournament director of uh, this, and her fish was a 14-pounder. I don't know if that was a blue or a channel. I didn't get that result on that. So, uh and that's all I have on the results. Okay. As far let me try. as far go ahead. Let me try a couple. All right. The Ohio Valley Catfishing Trail had their March Madness tournament over the weekend. Now this was a qualifying event for the national championship. So the top five teams was qualified. Uh first place went to Clint Clint. Hart's Horn and Rich Farrell, 22.95 pounds. Second place, Todd Anderson and Noah Ebling, 21.95 pounds. That's a one-pound weight difference. Third place, Dan Stedman and Jim Flanagan, 17.95. Fourth place, John Barnett, Barnett and Tommy Byers was 16.85 pounds. And fifth place was Jason Hara and Ronnie Irwin, 16.65 pounds. The, the fourth place one was 8.5. I'm sorry. And the big fish guy there was uh, Neil Craig and Mike Jordan. Great turnout. I don't know how many boats they had, uh, but they showed uh, 26 on what I picked up from them. Uh, and I believe 18 teams caught fish. So congratulations to all you guys. Good job. Uh before I announce the next one, I, I, before I forget it, a guy sent me a message a while ago that there was a post on the uh, Arizona. Uh, Bobby Wright made a post from out in Arizona about uh, a new state record. And Arizona today, they have a new catfish state record from the upper Lake Mary end of the lake uh, flat, near, near Flagstaff, and they caught a 33.3-pound channel cat 39 and a half inches long. Cool. That is the new hook and line state record for Channel Cat. A gentleman by the name of Carson Pete caught that fish. And uh, there's a little picture on it. If you go to there, you go to Bobby Wright's uh, 
Facebook page or to the Arizona Game and Fish Department to see a really stud channel cat. And congratulations, them guys. That is an outstanding fish. Uh, I got some results from the Lake Carlisle tournament that was held yesterday. Um, Scott Linton put this tournament on. They're doing a points qualifier for the year-end uh, for the national championship. Uh, a couple of my buddies ended up winning that, Jason Jackson and Justin Wolf. Um, they had big fish and won the tournament with 44.2 pounds and big fish at 10.5. Now, this was Channel Cat only tournament. Uh, Dwayne Maslowski, Maslowski, Paula Morris, man shot, 24 pounds for second. Uh, Chris Jenkins and our old buddy Paul Ragsdale. 22 pounds for third place. Congratulations. If I'm not mistaken, that's Paul's first tournament. I, I, I'm not 100% on that, but I'm so happy that him and Chris got to fish that and done so well. Uh, I don't know how many boats was in there. I think I heard 17, but that was their first first ever uh, tournament that they had. And, uh, you know, I know that made his day to be in there with, with Chris, and I know they had a great time. Fourth place, uh, Tyler Michael and James Adams, 16 pounds. Uh, fifth place, Chad's Mayfield and Clay Irwin. Pounds. Great job, everybody. That was a really, really nice deal for the first uh, first tournament of the year for them guys, and, and they just started that Carlisle Lake Series, so we'll be looking for a lot of things to come. And as far as I know, all their tournaments are going to be Channel Cat, which there's a lot of great Channel Cat guys that will be heading down to that lake and joining them boys it'd be a lot of fun yeah what do you got for doc's tip for tonight doc well before i do that let me bring up a, there's a tournament this saturday april this coming saturday april 1st central ohio catfish tournament series it's on alum creek nine to five p.m so i may may daniel and i may end up going to that so just want to bring Want to bring a shout out to those guys. All right, Doc's tip for tonight. I'm just going, this is just going to be a quick tip. I've got a circle hook, but, I, you know, it's kind of a little one. Yeah, right. But no, it's. I'm just going to use this as a uh, demonstrator. This is, uh, what I'm going to show you, everybody, <laughs> is it's just a knot that I have used for years and I have always called it the fisherman's knot. I think the, another name for it. It's a trilinging knot that I use to tie my terminal uh, tackle with. So all you have to do is just put the put it through once. And what I like to do is I put it through a second time, so that when you do bring it down like that, it's got two loops that are in the eye of your terminal tackle. Then all you have to do is take and just loop this around a couple of times and then bring it back through this loop here and then bring it back up through the other loop and that's what you end up having and what you need to do is you need to wet this down with saliva or water or whatever because when you go to cinch it it's going to create a lot of heat if it creates that heat it's going to make a weak spot so when you pull this down after you've wetted it it cinches up real nice and you, and you can clip off this tag in if you want. But that's how I tie most of my terminal tackle 
to uh, my lines and stuff. And that's what I call it the old fisherman's knot, something my grandfather taught me from years ago. But I think they got different names for it now. But that's the ox tip for the night. That's a great one. I've been using that knot for years. Doc, we have a gentleman that has a question. He says, any ideas on fishing man-made lakes with no old river channels in them? You got any suggestions for him? Fishing a man-made lake with no... Uh, look for humps. Humps and depressions in the water uh, column. That That's probably my best advice. You know, fish relate, even though there may not be any structure, no river channels in them, they will relate to humps and depressions in the in the lake bottom. You can, so, you can feel uh, those that, when you reel your lines in. Yep, yep. And, and actually, and you can see it, you know, if you're dragging... Uh, bait, you'll see that you'll see the weight fall away from the pole. It'll just fall away as it's going down that, you know, into a depression or something like that. And, and if you ever find wood in that lake, look out. That's you're where your fish are going to be. You're Rock get piles of wood. If you find wood in a lake, it's a man made lake where there hasn't been any, you're going to get bit in that wood. The fish yeah. love wood and they love rocks. Yep. So. So there, there, that's the best advice we can give you. Doc, we got something else to talk about tonight. Yes, we do. Take it away, Lyle. I've been wanting to tell everybody about this. We've talked about it two or three times every week, and, and we like to do giveaways when we can, can give away something that really is nice. It makes it that much bigger. Yeah. And tonight, what we're going to give away is the number 100 spot to the Mississippi River Monster Tournament in Memphis, Tennessee. That's awesome. It really is. We worked the deal out with George, and we've got another one coming up, so don't think this is the only big giveaway we got, but we'll get past this and we'll get that announced. You know, I don't know why, Doc, that I didn't uh, try to get George on here tonight. I just a brain fart on my part. I should have had him come on uh, after Robert was done and be a part of this, but we'll get George on here. We uh, The other day he got his computer work, so he, he knows it works now. Uh, yeah. he, had a, he had a young man come over and help him out with that, so we'll get, we'll get him on here and talk about this. But now, here's the deal with, with, with our giveaway. We have had problems with people saying, well, we can't watch the show. We only get to watch it on YouTube after the event's over. And, uh, and we're trying to be as fair with this as we can. So to be involved with this giveaway, you have to go to the Mississippi River Monsters Facebook page and like their page if you have Facebook. Uh, if you don't, hang tight. You also need, it would be nice if you would thank George and Leslie while you're there. Uh, I know they would appreciate it. That's a thankless job. If anybody's ever run a tournament, they understand what I'm saying. But, you know, you have to like it, and it would be outstanding if you would thank them for all their hard work that they do. And then you have to come to the Catfish Weekly page, the public page, and like it and t put in there that you want to win that spot at the Mississippi River Monster Tournament. Now, for those of you that don't have Facebook, you need to send an email to Mississippi River Monsters or George Young or somebody and thank him for doing that. that this is the fairest way we can do it because you, you need to do something. You're going to win a 
$250 spot. So it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Now, for the guys that watch the show on YouTube and never get to see it live, which there is a lot of them, and the people that watch on uh, or listen to the show on our podcast, uh, we haven't forgot you guys. You can still go. This is going to run for a couple of weeks, uh, probably two weeks. Uh, and you can go to the and do everything just like that. So there's no hindrance to the fact that you didn't get to see the show live. Everybody can be involved with this. Now, bear in mind that we're going to get a lot of people coming up there and putting in, I want to win that spot to the Mississippi River Monster Tournament. And we're going to go, when they load up on our page, they go in order. Now, I, I don't I don't want messages sent unless you have to email. Just post on there, and they will be in an order, and I can take them off of there, Doc can, in that order. That's that's how we would like to do it. Now, for that way we know who's in first and second, and we can, you know, kind of get an order on how things go. Uh, because we'll have to figure out and, and get a way to draw these up, whether we use random.org or whether we pull a, a name out of a hat or however we decide to do that uh, and do that. But who doesn't want to win a trip to Memphis, Tennessee? You're paid entry to to the Mississippi River Monsters Tournament. I mean, we're not going to pay your way down there. You're going to have to get down there. But it'll be spot 100 to one of the biggest tournaments in the in the nation. I think it's a great, great thing. I really do. I, I hope everybody. Is, yeah. You know, there's, uh, I can't get, I can't win it. You can't win it, but no. hell, I never, I never win anything like that. Anyhow. Yeah. <laughs> All you win is sunglasses. I do win sunglasses, but I got to lose a pair to get, to yeah. get the new ones. <laughs> so that's how that works. But, um, again, uh, I hope you guys enjoy the contest. I hope that you, enjoy your trip whoever the winner is we're trying to give back a little bit uh it was very nice of george and leslie and everybody involved with the mississippi river monster tournament to do this and don't forget we have another big giveaway coming up in a couple of weeks you don't want to forget about that either because it's going to be something you're really going to like too but we'll get through this one and get it done uh questions or anything messages now if you guys can't uh if you can't do the Facebook thing, be sure to email us at catfishweeklytv at gmail.com. Very simple. You can get a hold of us, uh, message us someplace, leave notes on here. We'll find it. If we don't, we'll, we'll be back next week and we'll get it straightened out. We want everybody that wants to have a chance at this to have a chance at it. So uh, I, I think that's as fair as we can do it, don't you, Doc? Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Just before we get off of here, something I forgot. Sandy Cooper Monster Cat Quest is this weekend also. Be a great event out there, a lot of fun. Tell us about Bink's event. Bink's event, April 15th. That's not very far off. It's Just it's right weeks. around the corner. Yeah, I still got stuff coming in. I'm still waiting on some stuff, but we got some great uh, prizes that we're going to be giving out and raffling off and that kind of stuff. So, uh, you know, jump in there. Uh, any questions, send me a, a message on Facebook under Tim and Lynn Lang, or you can uh, get a hold of me via email at uh, plang at uh, uh, That's, that's so. outstanding. And I, I know 
that you talk to to Bink every day? Can you give yeah. us an update? He's doing good. He's got to start uh, chemo this coming Friday, so uh, uh, it's just part of the part of the thing he's got to go through. So he's got, uh, I think it's four months of chemo treatments he has to go through yet. So uh, surgery, he's doing really good. He's back to work. So, uh, you know, it's just an everyday thing for him and uh, he, he's, de he's dealing with it well. So I, I, I had the, the privilege of getting Janet uh, messaged me the other day and I got to visit with her a little bit. Bink got to go out fishing. Um, with Terry George. The other day with Terry George. I know them guys had a blast. They're great friends. What better time could you have than spend a time with your old buddy in a boat catfishing? Uh, it doesn't matter if the fish bite or not. I know them guys had a blast. They're both a hoot to be around. And uh, that was a really cool deal. And and, and for those that, that don't understand the chemo thing, it's a precautionary thing because my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong, Doc, they got everything. They're just making sure he don't have issues down the road. Yeah, he, he had some lymph nodes that were coming that they said were a little bit on the positive side. So uh, they just want to make sure, he, you know, uh, he did say, the doctor said he is cancer-free. So that's, uh, they're just doing a precautionary thing. That's, that's great. And, and uh, I'm so glad that everything worked out good for them. We, we was all praying that it would, and, and it did. And um, people can say what they want. I'm not the most religious person in the world, but prayers do work. Uh, thanks, living proof. Thanks for watching Catfish Weekly, everybody. We'll see you next Monday night right here at 7 Central Time. Uh, who's our guest next week, Doc? Uh, you and me, I think. <laughs> I, uh, I don't, I don't think you get anybody, do you? Is uh, I think we do. Maybe you I do. Think, I think we do. You didn't tell me. We about have it. the 3rd of April. We have Will and Will, Willie and Boomer from the Mud Bud Buds. Dumb boys. Yeah. Mud so I know Boomer. He's a cool guy. I visit with him a lot on the phone. We've uh, talked about bait and all kinds of stuff together. He's a really cool guy. And we met Willie down at the Catfish Conference. Outstanding young man, all about catfish conservation. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun with those guys on here. So next Monday night, we'll be visiting with the Mud Bum Boys. Enjoy the contest, everybody. See you next Monday night. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Appreciate it.